kids, let me tell you about another so-called wicked guy. He had long hair and some crazy ideas, and he didn't always do what other people thought was right. And that man's name was... I forget. But the point is... I forget that too. Marge, you know who I'm talking about. He used to drive that blue car. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. That quote, of course, is from the episode Homer the Heretic, one of two episodes we will be talking about today, the other episode being Lisa the Beauty Queen. Correct. My my name is Greg. My name's Alan. And we are the Two Bad Neighbors, and we are joined today by a returning guest, Janelle. Welcome back to me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to you. (laughs) It's Uh, good to be back, rather. uh, There you go. That's that's a good way to to say it. Nailed it. (laughs) Rather than welcoming yourself. Um, <laughs> well, someone had to do <laughs> That's it. That's true. We weren't going to. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to be talking about two more episodes in season four. Um, the first episodes animated by Film Roman, for all you animation fans out there. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Film Roman yeah. um, has taken the reins, and they will not relinquish them ever. F- ever. <laughs> to this day. Yeah. Yeah. So... But uh, before we get into the uh, episodes, mm-hmm. we have to do a little segment called How Have You Been? I went to Fernie. How was that? That was great. You went some skiing? Yeah, did some skiing. Went, you know, you went some skiing. Went some skiing, That's yeah. That's what I said? Yeah, 100%. Good. 100% went. Went went skiing. And had some skiing. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it tasted great. Oh, yeah. Sounds um, fun? No, it was, a, it was a really fun time. Uh, have you been skiing before? Uh, yes. Like a long time ago? Long time ago, yeah. 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 Have you ever been to like a real mountain? Yeah. No, I, like we, I, I I don't think I've ever done a black diamond or anything, like, like any difficult hills, but I definitely did a couple of the, what are they, the green squares? Mm-hmm. Green circles green and circles blue squares. and blue squares. So I did both of those. Nice. Uh, I'm pretty sure I only did one intermediate, the blue skirt circle, right? Blue square. Blue square. <laughs> the black s- square. <laughs> And the black red diamond. circle. Black sideways square, and also known as a diamond. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. That makes sense. Or a the rhombus. The quadri- quadrilateral. Um, Parallelogram. Parallelogram. <laughs> 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 a rhombus, yes. Uh, all the four-sided shapes oh, in the yeah. world. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I never wanted to do an intermediate one again. Uh, oh, after okay. I did one, because I was like... What is happening? This is way more difficult than intermediate. I did like a beginner one. And I was like, oh, that was fun. Let's try a harder one. And I was like, oh, God, why? I'm going to die. Yeah, that's so, fair. Yeah. Fernie's a really hard hill. Mm. Like, it's. The, the hill's called Fernie? Yeah, the mountain. Like, well, it's, oh, like, it's the, the, the resort is called Fernie. And they just, like. I thought um, maybe they had a hill called Fernie also. Like, this is the. No, no, it's. Fernie it's, Hill. It's on, a, it's on a mountain. I don't know what the mountain's called. <laughs> What's the name of the mountain? I'm not getting involved. <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway that's how i've been great yourself uh good uh just been working mostly yeah yeah at the uh locked room the locked room how's that going it's going well have you built any new puzzles um i have uh conceptualized several puzzles we have not built them yet what are the still... answers <laughs> uh three uh-huh uh margarine margarine and, okay. yeah, and uh and the uh, Battle of St. Louis. In that order? Yes. 
Oh, I get it, because there was no Battle of St. Louis. Not, 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 not yet. Right. Fantastic. <laughs> there will be. Fantastic. Yeah. Janelle, how have you been? It's been well. Uh, also, no skiing. We meant to go skiing. <laughs> That's true. Over the holidays. Uh, um, while we were in Medicine Hat. Yeah, we did. We did Lethbridge, Medicine Hat, and back to Calgary. We did the it. Southern Alberta tour. The great, the great triangle. <laughs> the great <laughs> yeah. Southern triangle. Um, Where else is there to go, really? Mm, I mean, Edmonton. Those are the highlights. No, I sure. mean in Southern Calgary. In Southern, in Southern, yeah. Southern Alberta. Drumheller, maybe. Yeah. Um, so we, we meant to go to Hidden Valley. Wasn't a good weather day. Couldn't they find were just it, on the cusp of... It's too hidden. It's too <laughs> that, that's a good hill because it has lots of green... Lots of green circles. Circles. Yes, nailed it. <laughs> you can just call them green runs. No, green I need runs. to know what shape they There's are. There's a bunny hill. There's a tea bar hill. Arguably, is also for bunnies. <laughs> and only bunnies. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Bunnies As on skis. Bunnies on skis. It's really adorable <laughs> when you see it. Right. <laughs> How was your Christmas? Good. It was showered with affection. <laughs> We did my Christmas mother. at Alan's. <laughs> Alan's not me. I didn't show her with any affection. <laughs> she picked up the slack. It's yeah, okay. <laughs> that's why I keep her around. It was Fantastic. Well fed. What, did we have lobster? Lob steak and lobster. Lobster for dinner. Lobster for dinner. <laughs> lobster stuffed with tacos. No, unfortunately, we oh. didn't she missed the taco memo. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it was good. It was a good time. That sounds great. Yeah, sounds absolutely wonderful. Hey, I had lobster too when I was in Mexico. Lobster tail. Was it real lobster? It was, yeah, 100%. Or I, real lobster. Or what I meant was, is it like from, like they... Oh, yeah, like, catch of the day lobster. Catch, yeah, yeah, caught it there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was real good. Nice. Uh, I forgot how good lobster was. Mm. Isn't it great? It's, it's awesome. It yeah. That was the first time you had lobster. It was. Yeah. And uh, there'll be more where that came oh, from. Good. <laughs> yeah, if you can afford it, right? <laughs> Red uh, lobster. Right. Mm. Yeah. Lobster fest. Are they sometimes. still around? Absolutely. Yeah? Okay. Don't fill up on bread. But I like their biscuits. Their too. biscuits are they, really good. They bring you like that's they bring what, you lots of those. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's how they get you. Um, anyway, thanks for telling me how you guys have been. Thanks to you, also, Greg. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. So <coughs> we had a um, we had a really nice email come through mm-hmm. um, from uh, from our f- a friend of Efe's mm-hmm. named uh, Adam Anderson. And he says, uh, in the last paragraph, he says, keep up the entertaining work with the podcast. I'll keep listening, and perhaps I could even guest one day if you would have me. Well, Adam, of course we would. We, w- we would. Absolutely. We love having new guests. Yes, we do. 100%. Any friend of Ife's is a friend of ours. Except for Kyle. Except for Kyle. Um, speaking of which, Kyle, if you want a guest on the podcast, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> He doesn't listen to this. No, absolutely which is why not. It's fun. Yeah, um. No. <laughs> uh, he'd be fun to have on, though. It, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'd call it fun. <laughs> I would, because he would probably mostly attack you. Well, that's. That I try not to. Way. I try not to engage. Yeah. Well, yeah. He'll disparage my name and he'll slap you in the face. That's what he likes to do. Yeah. To fair us. enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Absolutely fair enough. He's a good friend. Um, <laughs> the and best. He, and he was a good friend. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> All right, so okay. um, we have uh, we have a bit of news mm-hmm. in a sense. We do. As uh, coming up, we have uh, the next Simpsons trivia night. 
Yeah, uh, that's the last weekend in February. Yes, the day uh, before the Oscars. Yeah, February 27th. And uh, at Dickens be making, Pub. At Dickens Pub. We're going to be making a diorama. Rama. <laughs> For the diorama Rama. Rama. In honor of their one year anniversary. That's Congrats, right. Congrats, yeah. Adam and Ezra. Yeah, they've they've been doing Simpsons trivia for one year as of February. So yeah, in Calgary. Um, Good for them. Yeah, it takes and a lot to keep something going for a year. I should know. We've been doing this podcast for less than that. That's true. <laughs> We did our other podcast for a good two and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Until this one took took it over. Yeah. Should really cancel my premium subscription. It's just oh, thirteen dollars going to waste every month. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll pick it back up. You keep saying that. <clears throat> well, and nothing. I want to do. I want to do a best of twenty fifteen. I just haven't watched all the movies I want to watch yet. Oh my god! Just, just like get off your high horse and let's just do There's it. There's no high horse. It's a, it's a regular. Calm horse. down from your ivory tower for it's a second. It's not ivory. It's like and porcelain. Just talk porcelain about the tower. movies that you saw this year. Fine. Not to, now. Why do I have to yell at me on the podcast? Not now. I just don't all fight. Right. <laughs> we always fight when Janelle's here. <laughs> like we always fight when anyone's here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, shall we? Uh, do you have anything else for Simpsons Newsreel? Well, should we say what we what we'll be donating to the? Oh yeah. To to the trivia. We'll night? be sponsoring trivia night. Yeah. For their one year anniversary. Yeah. We'll be giving away um a copy of Planet Simpson by Chris Turner. Yep. Uh, who you may recall from two podcasts ago. A signed copy. Signed copy of Planet wow. Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. Signed copy of Planet Simpsons. So whoever wins at Simpsons Trivia, who is not us, yeah. <laughs> if we happen to win, yeah. uh, will get the uh, Simpsons, Planet Simpson book. Wouldn't that be hilarious if we were just like, yes! We win! We it's win. mine! <laughs> we get to keep it! It stays in the family! <laughs> Yay! Um, thinking of also maybe getting some uh, stickers or some t-shirts printed yeah. with our logo on it. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Just some white, really funny. plain white tees with the... Or just gabbing about God t-shirts. Gabbing about God. <laughs> Too bad etymologist t-shirts. Yeah. Barley Buds Barley t-shirt. Buds. We need a t-shirt for all of our fake podcasts. Yeah, 100%. Current scene. Oh, yeah. Can't forget that. <laughs> and, of course, the infamous Back on Track. Speaking of which... Back on Track. Let's get back on track. And the episodes we're talking about are Homer the Heretic... And Lisa the Beauty Queen, in that order. <laughs> and you can't stop us. Uh, so, Homer, Homer the, the Heretic. Heretic. Yeah, what is the plot of Homer the Heretic, you ask? Good question, well, Alan. let's check TV Guide, because that's what you like to do. Yeah, there isn't a TV Guide plot synopsis. Then let's not check TV Guide. For this one. I uh, Will you just tell us? I was very, very upset oh, that there wasn't I'm one, sorry. because TV Guide has the most hilarious... Plot synopses. Um, Can I try and make a TV guide plot synopses for it right now? Um, Off the cuff? Yeah, so it would be a, probably double the length of a Twitter. So Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, so. Homer Simpson decides to stay home from church and realizes it's the best day of his life. So he decides to always stay home from church, much to Marge's chagrin. Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, I think that came in at under 280 characters. I hope so. Yeah, well done. <laughs> well done. You should write log lines for Netflix. I do. Really? Yeah. That's your other job? Yeah. The Dark Knight Rises, that one was mine. 
That one was the worst one. Hope there's more left in the bat tank. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate it. (laughs) That's my favorite one. I like that movie a lot, though. I know. We won't get into it. All right. Um, I suddenly feel bad for the person or persons in who charge actually of writing. They must be spread so thin. <laughs> like, oh fuck! It's a, I don't know. It's just got bat the Batman. Tank. Yeah, whatever. Are no, you sure? Fuck we you. Need... You'll watch it. There's a car in the screenshot. <laughs> yeah. Tank. Brilliant. Moving on. I was I, I was mentioning this uh, the other day. I was looking at uh, they just added Valentine's Day to Netflix. You know that? Oh yes, that, that wonderful film. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and uh, the you know how when you like are choosing the thing, it'll have like three or four little screenshots in the top right that mm-hmm. kind of, it cycles through. Yep. This one has uh, one screenshot of like Jessica Biel doing whatever the fuck, okay. and then two screenshots of literally from the same scene of Ashton Kutcher and was it Elizabeth Banks or something? I can't remember who it is. That looked like they were taken about like, ten seconds. Exactly. Apart. Like literally like it's him holding flowers <laughs> and like presenting them to her and then the next screenshot is her holding the flowers. So like whoever was in charge of screenshots for that one was just like, I don't care. Just two from this scene. Fine. You know what? Uh, sometimes I, I, I read those log lines and I'm thinking maybe the guy who chooses the screenshots just emails those screenshots to the logline writer, and, and that's just, all they get. <laughs> that's the only information they have yeah. is the screenshots. They get four or five screenshots from the movie and have to write a tweet about it, <laughs> which is also a plot synopsis. Yeah. So that sounds like a huge challenge, and I would love to try that one day, just well, as like a weird experiment. That would be fun. Maybe we will. Maybe. Yeah, I'll just send you some screenshots of a random movie, and you have to write a logline for it. That would be awesome. That'd be fun. You have to tell me the title. All right. Yeah. <laughs> and who stars? Yeah, and like, and four screenshots. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. It's a deal. or oh. or you can tell me the title, not who stars, and five screenshots. Okay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, any any formula will be interesting. Yeah. So, Homer the heretic. Yeah, I didn't like this episode. What? Yep. Why? Explain. Explain um, yourself. I don't like its message. I think it's wrong. What is the message, do you think? Um, that going to church is the is the right thing to do, and you are a heretic if you don't. Fair enough. Um, from my understanding, it's uh, specifically aimed at the Simpson family, who are a very uh, religious family. Mm-hmm. And it's specifically talking about the Ten Commandments and uh, the Honor the Sabbath commandment. The worst one. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know them all, so I can't... No, I'm you. making that one the worst okay. one, even over killing people. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, what so about you'd coveting rather... your neighbor's oxen? <laughs> Coveting coveting your your na- your neighbor's oxen. So it's not actually his, his it's, ass. It's not it's not oxen. It's um coveting your your neighbor's goods, his wife, his ass, which of course means well, coveting donkey. your neighbor's wife's ass. That's the problem. You can't own. You see, an it ass. puts it puts it it puts your neighbor's. Assuming your neighbor is a man, puts your neighbor's property on par with his wife. Mm-hmm. Right. See how stupid that is? Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, <laughs> I mean, to, to be fair, I think all the commandments are quote-unquote dumb. Oh, they are. So, anyway. My understanding of the uh, message, as it were, uh, knowing the Simpsons writers, is that, and I think it's specifically the fact that 
because uh, in the end you have uh, is it Lovejoy who's like you know God didn't set your house on fire but he was working in the the hearts of the people who saved you or whatever. I think uh, the point was yes, staying home from church is awesome and you'll have the best time. <laughs> That's the message I got. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think it was like nope. Actually, you should go to church, Homer. I thought that I was the message because he set his house on fire. He set his own house on fire through his stupidity. No, his yeah, because he there. was alone. If his family was and he home didn't with go him to... and they also didn't go to church, everything would be fine. Exactly. So the message is nobody should go to church. That is not... <laughs> that is not a very... that Okay, that's a very glib reading. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> I, I don't... I just don't like the, the ending of it. I, I think it's a very funny episode. I just don't like... That it's like, oh, you were saved by a, by a Christian, a Jew, and miscellaneous. And miscellaneous, yeah. Right, um, and I think that's, I think it's, I think it's just very s- small-minded to be like, oh, God is working in the hearts of all these people. No, these people are just good people. You don't have to be religious to be a good person because if you think you're going to heaven, then the reason you're being a good person is for a reward. You're being an asshole. (laughs) Yeah, but I I think it's more about, uh, and this is turning into gabbing about God, but I think that it's... Well, that's what this episode is, really. uh, I think it's more the the fact that the, the fact that they believe in a higher power isn't necessarily the reason they help people. Like, they're good people. Mm-hmm. They happen to believe in a higher power, but it, they, they have various different religions. So mm-hmm. They don't all believe in the same God. Um, and I don't think there's, in my, my reading of the episode, is not that, you know, it's only the people who do believe in a higher power that do good. It's just like, it happens to be uh, the theme of the episode. So that's why it's, it's uh, pointed out. I think, if anything, the, dream, the first dream he has is more so the writer's uh, opinion of religion and that kind of thing. Homer's uh, conversation with God, where he's yeah, like, I no. agree with in that the one a lot that more. God wouldn't be as uptight as yeah, Lovejoy like, is, basically. Exactly, and that and that you know God would be okay with you skipping church as long as you do good and are a good person and I guess worship Him, quote unquote, in your own way. Um, and I think that's more or less the message. But it's the fact that not only was this episode produced in a you know in the nineties, long before you know the idea of atheism, atheism or agnosticism was even like touched on in a lot of circles, especially in the U.S. Um, I think the writers are more or less saving their their hides with uh, the ending, more so than actually believing this is this is what we believe. I think that the... It, uh, it honestly feels tacked on to me. Well, and I think that it's telling that the it ends with, you know, you want to give church another try? And he's like, I'll be there front and center. And it's like, he's asleep in church, so there's no point to him for him being there. Yeah. And like, that's the... I think that's the crux of it, is like, you know... People go to church and don't pay attention, and apparently that's better than just not going to church. I guess my the the only problem that I had was uh, the the biggest problem that I had was Lovejoy being like, "You were saved by these three people mm-hmm. who are that's all, in his character. who are all religious." Yeah, and it is in his character, but it's also it's also directed to be the reason he goes back to church because he believes that he can't be a good person if, unless he does go to church, or. Also, nagging Marge in this episode really bothers me, mm-hmm. right? If he doesn't want to go to church, don't, don't, like, he's, don't do that, mm-hmm. right? If you know it's going to make him miserable, don't go. 
right? But that's Don't also, make him go. That's also in Marge's character. It is, like, abs- you know, it is absolutely, and, and it annoyed me. And there's people like that in the world who are like, church is important. You need to come, even if you don't pay attention. You need to physically go to the building and she just sleep, th- and that's she fine. She threatens him to tell her, her to tell their children that he is wicked mm-hmm. for not going to a building made well, by and, humans on and that's Sunday. That's clearly her sincerely held belief. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. She yeah. says she I need to raise my children right. Like yeah. she's worried that Homer's basically corrupting the children. And uh, to be fair, like for uh to defend Marge a little bit, Homer never really explains his like the stuff he says to God, he never tries to say that to Marge. That's you know what true. I mean? Like he's just like, "No, I'm staying home. I don't care. Church is dumb and I'm having the best day and I'm watching football." Like it, in her eyes, he's just being an asshole. Like he's not like, like sincerely being like I, I believe in God and I I believe to do good and all that stuff. But I just don't want to go to church. I feel like that's uh, an arbitrary part of our religion. He never explains that to her, and so in her eyes, he's just being the Homer we know and love, who is kind of an asshole. <laughs> so I think I think there's for me the episode really works because everyone I feel acts really in character, and uh, the religious religious stuff I think is handled really really well um, in my eyes in terms of what I, from my understanding, the writers believe in versus what they want to portray the Simpsons as believing in. So there's a good balance for me between what, you know, like Marge's beliefs versus the writer's beliefs, which I, I again, believe is what uh, Homer explains to God in the first dream. So that being said, I also think it's really funny. I think the episode is extremely funny. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's got so many really great iconic moments, mostly from the first act. Yeah, the all the like Homer's uh, alone at uh, Homer Homer alone, Homer alone help. <laughs> I can't do words. Uh, yeah, Homer alone uh, stuff is all really funny. All the stuff that he does while he's alone, um, and then of course the juxtaposition with everyone at church having the worst day. Um, mm, 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 mm. <laughs> yeah, <it>. so funny, <laughs> so funny. We've all felt that joy of mm. being. You just you come home one day, you're expecting your roommates or somebody to be home. You realize you have the house to yourself. And just strip naked and dance and make moon waffles, right? That's what everyone does. <laughs> no? Just me? All right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> also, the uh, stuff that really speaks to me is like Homer, like the very beginning of the episode where he's uh, dreaming about being in the womb <laughs> or yeah. whatever, and then like uh, being pulled out of bed. Like, that's the worst feeling in the world when yeah. you're cozy in bed and having to get up, right? Well, here's you know? the best part. <laughs> here's, here's, here's the best part of, um, of being an adult. You don't have to do anything. Right? You could to, just, to a degree. <laughs> no, you could just lie in bed. At this point in your life, you could just lie in bed until you die. Yeah, I mean, you'd probably get arrested before you die, but... Why would you get arrested? For not paying rent. Well, you would die within a month. Would you? Yeah. Hundred mm, percent. I have a lot of uh, backup stored in my room. Like food? food? Yeah. You have lots of backup food in your yeah, room. Yeah. Like I store it away for the winter. Oh, really? Yeah. Like a squirrel. A bear. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know why you have to insult me. I <laughs> bears don't store their food. Bears well, don't store their food. Well, they they eat it. They, they yeah, they just eat it all. All oh, right, and then they yeah, then they sleep for six months. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that He's would not be great. Hibernating. He's just. Low burnating. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Make no sense, but I had to go for the wordplay. 
Yes, the being being ripped from the womb is I, that the line about feeling a big toasty cinnamon bun. Yeah. that certainly entered our lexicon. Oh yes, <laughs> big toasty cinnamon bun. I never want to leave this bed. Because why would you? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It looks very comfy. So, oh, that like the animation in that is perfect. Them all cozied up. Yeah, it looks so cozy. Yeah. Uh oh, gotta take a whiz. Yeah. Think. And that's and that's the struggle too. Is yeah. like that's the one thing in the morning that you're like, this is the only reason I need to get up right now. How many Generally times speaking. has that happened to you? Too many. Way Every too morning. many. Yeah. And it's just like, oh god. Although to be fair, like if I don't have to get up for anything else and I can sleep in, getting up, taking a whiz, going back to bed is the best feeling. Oh, it's great because it's like you hit the reset button. <laughs> is this just a guy thing or? The, the whizzing thing, or? Well, uh, <laughs> do you not urinate? Is <laughs> Everybody well, poops. Well, not in the morning. <laughs> oh. And not in the sense that. You don't like, pee in the morning at all? Morning. I don't know. Ladies, <laughs> am I right? Ladies, right in. Ladies, <laughs> listening to the podcast. <laughs> Tell us your pee schedule, please, <laughs> women of the world. Seriously? You don't? <laughs> at all? In the morning? Like, between midnight and noon? Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> The no go zone. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we just have different bladders. I, Biologically. Yeah, I, yeah. I didn't know it was that different, but apparently. Shocker. Maybe, uh, maybe I'm an outlier. Mm, maybe. This isn't a very good sample size. So. One? Three. Well, th- <laughs> I was going to say three, two men, one woman. I think it's accurate. Okay. <laughs> or if I did, I certainly wouldn't then go back to bed. So when, once you're up, you're up. Generally speaking. You should try it. <laughs> it is okay, a great I feeling. <laughs> yeah, you should try it. Become one of us. One of us. One Google of us. gobble. Google, Google gobble. gobble. <laughs> oh, um, man. So I anyway. really hope people don't write in saying that I hate religion. <laughs> and I need to just shut up about it. About religion? Yeah, because I don't. Oh, what like earlier when I was talking about that? I yeah. I don't. I just I just don't like how it was portrayed in the end of this episode. You know, I th- I think I think you eloquently described your displeasure at the the message as it were. So like, please if this is the one time people write in, don't. <laughs> okay? No, do it because I don't want to feel bad because I don't hate religion. Okay, Greg doesn't check the emails I do. So, I just won't forward those ones. Yeah, too. filter those. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't want to receive them. (laughs) Putting aside the sort of the explicit pro-Christian messages in the episode, it also just speaks, I think, more to a general Judeo-Christian upbringing that we've Mm -hmm. all had. We, it's not unusual to know people that go to church regularly Mm -hmm. and have these beliefs, and would describe Hindu as miscellaneous. Yeah, (laughs) totally. I think also is. I think that's hilarious. Oh yeah, that funny, the, funny the, joke. Yeah, I mean, there I, are seven hundred like, because billion. it's accurate. Yeah, yeah they if are. If I the, think about it, this The Simpsons was probably my first introduction to Hinduism, to yeah, Hindu culture, probably like, through well. Apu. Yeah. Is the person all, to be fair? All the religions, I'm pretty sure I was introduced by. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely. I was. I was introduced to a church-going family by The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to Hinduism. I was introduced to Buddhism, Judaism. Uh, Judaism, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Judaism or Judaism? What did I say? I, I just pronounced it differently. It's okay. it's all the same. Okay. It's fine. Just make sure I wasn't yeah. making a fool of myself. I think you're fine. Um, so yeah, I you're absolutely right that 
it's one of those important things that we were all introduced to through this weird animated show. Yeah. Well, because like my family, my, the 90s super. Like my <laughs> my mother, uh, my mother went to church as a kid, mm-hmm. but she never took us to church at, uh, when we were kids. So, but if I went to like a friend's house and had like a sleepover on Saturday night. Um, who were a church-going family, then like I would get taken to church on Sunday Ooh. with that family. And I was just like, what is this weird ritual that you do? Like, what is happening? And it was it was so boring. Let me <laughs> go. <laughs> I was just like, you do this every week? Wow. Sundays are the best. I can like sleep in and play with toys, and you have to come here. And yeah. Sunday morning cartoons? Yeah, well. Saturday morning Saturday cartoons. mornings are better. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knows that. Yeah. That's when um, Digimon was on. You guys remember right. Digimon? Well, you're much younger than me. Um, not much younger, but yes, I am younger than you. Digimon was not a thing when I was a kid. It was not until I was well into junior high. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, so that being said, uh, it was interesting to side with Homer in this in this sense because mm-hmm. I was used to not going to church versus having to always go to church and then having like one day... You know, I presume this is like the one day he stayed home kind of thing. Um, yeah, I, he he probably never did this before. Yeah, it's it seems like it's an, it's a new thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, they um, uh, the the best part is they continue to complain about going, mm-hmm. but they continue they, going. They always go. Yeah. I wonder when Bart got kicked out of Sunday school because mm. it's it's somewhere around here that he would have gotten kicked out of Sunday school because he goes back when he meets Jessica. Mm-hmm. And he he was happy. <laughs> we, we were, were happy. happy. <laughs> Especially the hamster. <laughs> what would he have done? <laughs> well, it, okay, so by that logic, it would have been within two years of uh, that episode mm-hmm. with Jessica Lovejoy because hamsters only live two years. That's right. <laughs> so. That's a good point. That's a very good point. Yeah, Getting really, really to the heart of this thing. So I think we've uh, we've talked... Gabbed about God enough. Yeah, we did that enough. Let's uh, talk about some of the jokes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the entire first act of this uh, of this episode is just chock full of fantastic jokes, ranging from a spoof of the iconic scene in Risky Business uh, to Homer, of course, getting pulled from the womb. One uh, Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. A little Which one bit. Is that? Uh, okay, they're playing Blue Danube in the background. Yeah. They're playing which one? Which one's when that? Homer goes to space. Oh, the. They just they just love using Stanley Kubrick musical motifs, yeah. well, even though Kubrick of course that's not that's not he didn't he didn't write the song. No. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Danube by Kubrick. <sighs> Certainly popularized it though. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was what there? Song oh, was he singing in the shower. Um. Oh, they're delightful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the song is. Uh, but the, uh, you bet <laughs> your sweet ass. <laughs> Looks around first. I'm That's whizzing fine. with the door wide open. And I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty excellent. That is, I mean, that's accurate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great feeling. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I'm um, guessing you wouldn't know about that. Whizzing with the door open. No, always no. closed. So much about whizzing culture that I was not familiar <laughs> with. 
like so the whole underground <laughs> secret. Well, I think pleasure. you even you even balked at the word whiz when we were watching it. I did. Yeah, is that not a term you use often? It just seemed so nineties. <laughs> oh, that's oh it's yeah. like I think it was because he couldn't actually say peeing or piss or piss. Oh yeah, you can't say piss. Yeah, it's one of the is seven one deadly of the seven words. Seven yeah. words. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. We can say it on here. You just heard a whole bunch of bleeps. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're uncensored. Sure are. <laughs> Unplugged, uncensored. <laughs> two bad neighbors <laughs> become two filthy neighbors. <laughs> <laughs> two bad neighbors after dark. <laughs> it gets a little blue. <laughs> Oh boy! All right, so and we start prank calling people at four in the morning, <laughs> which is actually ironic because this is the earliest we've ever done a podcast. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And we're recording this at uh, twelve noon, and <laughs> we usually record this at like nine at night. Yeah, and we're done at midnight. Yeah, so basically the opposite. So as I'm still usu- very tired. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> usually we'd be done and then be like, "All right, bye." Yeah, going to bed. Now it's like, once I'm done, it's like, I got the whole day to, to do things. Yeah, once I'm done, I'm going to work. Not, well, there you go. It's too bad. <laughs> it is. Uh, no, I'm doing those uh, surveys. What movie are you doing it for? Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> People are going to love it. Oh, yeah, they are. They always do. They always do. 100%. When I did Nightcrawler, a lot of people didn't like it. Really? A lot of people are stupid. Yeah, well. Yeah. But the... In my experience, and just from what I've heard from mm. other people who've done the surveys uh, with James, um, a friend of the show, uh, the majority of the surveys are always like ex, like top built, like top, really? yeah, like <laughs> five out of five, best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like you rarely get people who are actually like, oh, you know, it was okay, I enjoyed it, but uh, here are some issues I had. They're just like, nope, perfect, loved it, Do they favorite movie. Them? As they're coming out of the theater? Yeah, so what they do is as they enter the theater, they give them the survey so they can see, and they can start filling out, like, their name and, like, that kind of info, and then they see what the questions are and stuff. And then, yeah, as they, uh, usually when the movie ends, people stay in their seats and, like, finish filling out whatever they haven't. I feel like you need a cooling off period. I agree, yes. You 100% do. It's usually the car ride home. At the very least. Most Mm -hmm. movies, uh, as soon as I'm out of the theater, I either am like, yeah, it was great, or I didn't like it. But it's never like anywhere in between. You know what I mean? Like I'm either like, no, worst movie or best movie. (laughs) Yeah. And then when I think about it, I'm like, all right, well, here are the things I liked. Here are the things I didn't like. So it was more like this. Always I'm brought back to Amazing Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Three three stars. Yeah. Initially. Yeah. Now probably one. Yeah. (laughs) Or less. Yeah. Uh, Mine is... Broke my heart. Mark Webb. (laughs) Your name was Webb. How could you fuck this up? (laughs) All right. Because it wasn't Sam Raimi. That's true. But we've talked about that enough. Although he also messed up. He sure did. Moving on. Um, (laughs) So, uh, oh, I wanted to bring up the uh, uh, joke I never got. Um, uh, The radio in his shower is called No Soap Radio. Uh Do you know what that's a reference to? No. All right. So apparently there's this joke. That's a prank joke, that the punchline is no soap radio. The idea of it is uh, you have, so like, for example, uh, Janelle, you would be my cohort, like my accomplice in this prank. And I would be like, hey, Greg, you want to hear a joke? You'd be like, sure, why not? I would love to hear a joke. You like jokes? Yeah. Um, And I'd be like, okay, so the elephant and the camel are having a bath together. Okay. And the elephant uh, asks the camel to pass him the soap. And the camel says, no soap radio. (laughs) 
<laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like I feel like a dullard. You don't get it? No. Oh man. I feel like oh. a I feel like a dull light bulb. <laughs> so yeah. So the idea is the accomplice laughs. It's it's yeah. not funny. Like the, yeah. the point no, is that and, there's no and no you have therefore turned me into either the yeah the person who feels stupid for not laughing into the fool. or the person who laughs because everyone else is laughing yeah. and then we laugh at you uh-huh. for laughing at this shitty joke just because uh-huh. you're you know mob mentality right so that's where no soap radio comes from that's funny yeah but the the joke the, the joke is a, now this. yeah exactly like the 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 prank joke is actually kind of funny that's yeah I think pranks are stupid in general but that one you know doesn't actually hurt somebody exactly right I mean it hurts their mind yeah. <laughs> And probably their self-esteem. Their, soul. their pride. Yeah. Yeah. Their but, pride. you know. Their prejudice. And their zombies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Opens this weekend. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I'm actually kind of kind of excited to see it because, like, it's not a movie I would normally see in theaters. Mm. Um, so Are you going to stay and watch it? I'll stay and watch the first screening. Yeah, sure. Um, oh, yeah, because you do, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, why not? It's a free movie. When I did it, it was for the movie Age of Adeline. Mm-hmm. And we were like, maybe we'll stay and watch it. And we like poked in when it started, and we were like, no. I bought Let's tickets go to and watched that movie. That I, saw, I saw the ending, and I was like, wow, I would have hated this movie <laughs> just based on the ending. The ending is terrible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford's really good in it, though. That's good. Which is kind of a rare thing to say <laughs> about Harrison Ford these yeah, days. Yeah, he's grumpy. He's a grumpy old man, and he's always Kermudgeon. high. <laughs> old Um. So, favorite joke? Favorite joke? Yeah. Janelle, you took notes. Not on my favorite joke. Uh-oh. You knew this was coming. That's true. Not for this episode, because just because I had so many pages to write about Lisa the Beauty Queen. Mm. Oh, really? Mm. I guess if I had to choose, it would be you do have to Ned choose. backwards somersaulting <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> through the hole oh, in the okay. window. Okay. <laughs> I think that's yeah uh, that that's the top one of the tops for me as well especially the the whole sequence of like you know uh, God like uh, point him true or whatever I can't remember what he says and he yeah. like th- throws him on the mattress and, and the sound over makes when he yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, supposedly passed out but still be able to make a <laughs> and then okay <laughs> and yeah just I love how he like jumps and then like backflips into the perfect into the gymnast yeah Ned Flanders. <laughs> We've already seen that he's ripped underneath that shirt. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Mm, baby. That Maude's a lucky woman. <laughs> Maude, eh? No, they... <laughs> I don't know. They, they take a lot of cornstarch, so... Yeah, that's true. It's good for keeping down the urges. Sure is. Um, oh, uh, my favorite joke, mm-hmm. I think, aside from that one, mm-hmm. uh, is <laughs> the visual after Homer finishes his dream... Where he's like waving goodbye to God. Oh, and yeah. It's like him like drooling and like smiling and waving. And it's Marge just staring at him. Like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> that visual is so funny. It's a really good, uh, really good smile on Homer. Yeah. You see rarely. And he's with all the drool. With the drool. Yeah. Really great. Really great. <laughs> um, mine would have to be two Lovejoy moments okay, okay. when uh, I think you know which ones mm-hmm. when uh, Marge says I had an ulterior motive for asking you to dinner what? <laughs> what? <laughs> He's so Im- offended immediately enraged by it <laughs> oh man it's great and uh, and the last one is uh, miscellaneous I'm Hindu there's 700 million of us that's, uh, that's super, super. 
So condescending. Yeah, so condescending. Such an asshole. And that's, about but it. that's like that's like the American people mm-hmm. <laughs> encapsulated yeah. by Reverend Lovejoy right there. Yeah. Like, nah, good for you guys, yeah, but we're still America. So I always, I'm, I'm always wondering. Like he's not. They're not Catholic. Like. What you other March specifically Anglo, yeah. Anglo-Saxon or whatever? Presbro Presbo Lutheranism? Oh. Um, I, don't, I don't know the different classifications. But he wears Anglo Saxon. Is that wrong? What's he, that? Anglo Saxon is not a religion. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what does it mean? Uh, it's like when British. the Anglos met the Saxons. Oh, of course. Yeah. I the Great Anglo Saxon War of it's 19. An ethnic lineage? Oh. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Why did I think it was religion? Anyway. Because it's because I don't know a lot Anglican about religion. Anglican would be the Church yeah. of England. Oh, I think that. Yeah, I think that's what I was going yeah. for. Because uh, <laughs> he wears Lovejoy wears the collar, right? And isn't that most commonly Catholic priests? Yeah, associated with Catholic priests. Mm. And like iconically, I think, but I don't know if it's like a specific. I don't know what the difference is between a priest, a reverend, or a pastor. Well, it depends how many. Uh... And he's a reverend. He's a reverend. He's so a reverend. All right. Reverend. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving right along, I'm not going to get into this. We would have to bring in Catherine to oh, ta- yes. tell us about that. Yes, she would know. Well, that would have been a good person to talk to about this episode. Yeah, 100. percent She's never here though. No. Um, <laughs> be great if she was here right now. We could just call her in. Yeah, it would be. Get her on the phone. She's not. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, uh, the other Reverend Lovejoy moment that you're. Oh, sorry, you said yeah. both. Yeah. That's um, the other the other one I like though that we didn't mention is when uh he's saying you remember Jeremiah whatever Mark. The lamentations Lament- <laughs> Oh oh uh Mark Do, They both quote Mark. Oh it's both Mark. Okay. Yeah. Matthew or Matthew 20, 27 Luke and John. Yeah. All four. <laughs> all four Ringo of them. also. Oh yes. <laughs> Pete best. Um never never forget. <laughs> But uh, when yeah, when he he says you know remember this passage and then Homer's retorts yeah. clearly just thinking of a random one and <laughs> the reference knows exactly which one it is and yeah. he repeats it and he's like and what is it? Uh, and he left the town and he went to the city of Bethany and he lodged, lodged there. there. <laughs> and Homer goes yeah, think about it. <laughs> I love that. It's it's the perfect like innocuous passage yeah. that has n- like no like <laughs> no moral message or anything like that no metaphor it's just like literally the guy went to a hotel yep <laughs> what do you make of that <laughs> side note i think even most reverence pastors priests whatever you want to call them can't from memory quote R- yeah most you know, there's, there's have you ever read biggies. that thousand page sleeping <laughs> pill <laughs> another reverend lovejoy quote that's not actually me talking about the bible yeah so. <laughs> all right <laughs> Cover all your bases. Don't egg his house, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know where I live, Yet. so let's not bring it up. <laughs> so that's uh, 21 No, 12. no. <laughs> oh, wait, that's you. <laughs> Oops. You're giving my address. <laughs> wait, you're 21 as well? It starts with 21. Mine too. <laughs> so there you go. Ha-ha. Ha-ha. Mine starts with 16. There, it's all it's even. All a no-soap radio ruse. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we should probably talk about Lisa the Beauty Queen. Yeah. Let's. This one Whoa. did have a TV guide. Oh, uh, wait. Before we move oh, on. Oh, yeah. Um, just a quick uh, bring in to the uh, chalkboard gags. Oh, yeah. Which oh, we yes. have done for a while. In Homer the Heretic, the chalkboard gag is uh, I will not defame New Orleans, mm-hmm. which is in direct oh, reference yeah. to the previous episode, A Streetcar Named Marge, where the song <laughs> New Orleans, New Orleans 
home of or yeah, home of town. Uh, sorry, home of pirates. town of pirates, drunks, drunks and, and whores. whores. New Orleans, tacky overpriced souvenir stores. New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go to hell, take a trip down the Sodom of Gomorrah on the Mississippi. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Orleans. so specifically, uh, in in that episode, if I remember correctly, the idea of that New Orleans song was to reference a lot of. Um, I, th- I think there's a specific musical it's referencing. I can't remember. Oklahoma. A, is it Oklahoma? Where they? I have no idea. Um, I don't want. I don't listen to musicals. But the opening number of whatever uh, musical they're referencing basically talks about a a town, a real town that's mm-hmm. terrible. And so they. Is change. it our town? I don't know. I literally just told you I don't know. <laughs> you naming musicals is not going to ring a bell. To I don't me. think our town's a musical, Alan. Well, well, I think you're wrong. I don't know musicals. <laughs> Into the woods. Little Shop of Horrors. Yes, maybe? it might be Little Shop of Horrors because yeah, they do have that opening. Like uh, in the skids or what? Yeah, skid row. So it might be reference to that. But so anyway, you did know. So the, uh, <laughs> can you just let me finish the a thought is. for one goddamn moment? <laughs> yes, go for it. Point is, it was not supposed to defame New Orleans. They just were obviously were taking the story of Streetcar, which takes place in New Orleans, and wanted to use a similar opening number as we'll assume it's skid row at this point. Um, and so they made it, you know, ter- more terrible than it actually is. And New Orleans, the city, complained. <laughs> and so they uh, issued an apology with uh, Bart Strzokor gig. That um, would never happen now. No. No one would give a crap. But no. the show was so big <laughs> that people... They were obvi- mad. Yeah, people obviously would have been like, how dare you? Yeah. Uh, that's a rare time when a chalkboard gig <laughs> is uh, notable. So that's why I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, and... In canon, kind of, because they never defame New Orleans again. That's, yeah, <laughs> as far as I know. Yeah. Maybe they do in season 24. We'll find out. <laughs> All right. Uh, Lisa the booty, booty queen. Lisa, Lisa the booty queen. Nice. Nailed it. <laughs> Holy shit. All right. The TV Guide synopsis. Lisa competes to be Little Miss Springfield, and after going from second to first in a flash... <laughs> She takes her role to heart and angers the sponsor. Bob Hope has a voice cameo. <laughs> Good. Thanks, TV Guide. Yeah, um, really nailed it. <laughs> oh, God, I love TV Guide. Plot so, what'd you guys... Uh, I think I know, but how'd you guys like this episode? Oh, I loved it. A lot. Yeah, Good. I loved Excellent. it a lot. Yeah, I really did. And this is an interesting dynamic because, Janelle, you've seen this episode many times. Relatively speaking. Relatively speaking. Uh, Greg, you've seen this very few times. This might be my third time. Wow. Ever. Great. Yeah. And I've seen most of the episodes of season four eight times or more. <laughs> I've probably seen this episode infinity times. So. Um, oh, a big man. <laughs> so I win. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> but no, I do I do really like uh, this episode quite a bit. Um, it's, a, it's a good, like, Homer and Lisa story that weirdly doesn't rely on that dynamic too much. Yeah, it doesn't rely on Homer screwing up and mm-hmm. Lisa forgiving him. Yeah. Or him him having to like make amends in some way. It's actually literally just Homer trying to be a good father to her. And he is. For no, with no ulterior motive yeah. like to gain forgiveness for doing something terrible. It's just like, you know, she's down. I have this opportunity to cheer her up. I'm going to give up the Duff Blimp, which is something he clearly... Really wanted to go on. I mean, yeah. Um, hey there, limpy boy. <laughs> flying through the air, so... <laughs> <Is> he free? 
<laughs> so Barney dies in this episode. Yes. Yeah. Correct. We know that. As does Menthol Moose. As does Menthol Moose. And possibly a child in the uh, oh, yeah. coaster. Yeah. Uh, possibly a child. <laughs> Not explicitly, couldn't, but yeah, Otto really does see if leave. There was someone in there, but yeah, Otto does leave for Mexico very right. quickly. <laughs> Um, so a lot of strange uh, oh, turns of events in, in this episode. The pilot of the Duff Blimp he'll, also he'll be dead. Yep. definitely is dead. Amber Dempsey. Uh, Amber Dempsey? Hospitalized. Yeah, hospitalized. This is a gruesome episode. <laughs> the body count is, is high. higher than like an episode of Lost. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why Lost? I just like bringing it up Because he killed Naomi? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only death. <laughs> no. Based on Lots the deaths. based on the previous Leons, there's actually there's actually literally an episode where they just like kill off a bunch of red shirts because they're like we can't deal with this many people anymore. <laughs> Let's just kill a bunch of them. There's a scene where like they just start shooting up and like a bunch of red shirts just start work walking out into the open like oh no, Pfft, dead. And then someone else is like are you okay? Dead. And it's just like wow, they just literally did this so they could get rid of all the cannon fodder and just focus on our main characters. Is that season three? Uh, season five. Oh, time travel. Right, yes. I like that season. I know. Still do. All right. <laughs> anyway. Moving on. <clears throat> do, 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 do. So this episode opens with one of my favorite bits. Disneyland. Oh, yes, of course. The happiest place on earth. Yeah. The <laughs> it's like, you're, you're under copyright infringement. It's like, it's just a small town carnival. Yeah, you're heading for a great big lawsuit. And then Skinner just like... You got an ex Green Beret mad. <laughs> beats up the lawyer and the hired goons. The hired goons, yeah. Hired yeah. goons. Um, Is that the first appearance of the hired goons? No. No. Maybe. Specifically, these are the blue haired lawyers, hired goons. Yes. Well, no, they're they the show, same. Those, those exact character models show up for other hired goon yeah. For situations. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. As in, like, in isn't, isn't, Last Exit uh, to Springfield? Isn't the first appearance Blood Feud? Because. Um, uh, yeah, Smithers sends the one guy, Joey, I think his yep. name is. Yeah, it's like, can you beat up Homer Simpson? Yeah, it's like, yeah, nice guy. Play poker with him. Yeah, I need his both his legs broke. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> you got hold it. the kick. Yeah, hold the kicks. <laughs> what this guy do? Or what homie do anyway? He <laughs> saved Mister Burns's life. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so definitely they showed up before this, but uh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I just I really really do like those character models. They're yeah, the they're goons. really funny. Yeah, uh, and they of course get their moment in the sun in Last Exit to Springfield. Of course, it's wonderful. Yeah, but this one is is also really great because <laughs> what does he do? Does he kick him in the throat? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, he 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 like uses his two fingers. Oh yeah, he pokes his he, eyes and no, he he, did, he does go for the throat. Oh, he does. And then kicks uh, the blue haired lawyer in the chest. Yeah, and then and then throws the briefcase yeah. at the other guy. I'll just say that's my favorite joke. Yeah, yeah. From afar, it, the suitcase. The suitcase arc, hitting hits him. him, straightens his tie. <laughs> Copyright, Copyright expired. <laughs> it's perfect. I love it. Um, I, I love the whole sequence of this fair, though. I really like. Oh, it's phenomenal. It's it's one of those. It's it's just a wonderful it's a rapid like fire joke. Yeah, it's thing, a yeah. joke of Palooza, because <laughs> that's one of the great things that The Simpsons does. Um, both their joke montages and setting up a scene, mm-hmm. whoop, setting up a scenario. Um, like a like a school carnival, and they just show goings on around the school carnival, and every single cut involves a setup and a punchline. Yeah, which is Bart's three card Monty. Yep, 
Um, his I don't remember approving this trick. booth. Goodbye, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, great Just little like the one guy Willie's Haggis booth. Willie's Haggis booth. Uh, Jimbo's Spook House. <laughs> All, uh, and then, of course, Otto. Otto. His <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> we only see Wendell. No, there's like there's at least a couple kids that you see as yeah. as it's picking up speed. I don't think there was a kid in there. I have to believe that there wasn't. <laughs> I a kid feel in like there. they probably would, yeah. at least in the animation, be like, "Let's make sure there's no kid in the yeah. one that explodes." Yeah, because that was that. It was so funny though. That's dark. Yeah, and of course when they're doing the raffle, it's in the background, the smoking yeah. school. <laughs> and man, this episode's funny. Yeah. And then Homer uh, is angry about Ned winning the the shoe buffer. Yeah, I also love Ned's face when he wins. <gasps> He's like so legitimately excited. To I win don't the know shoe why buffer. Homer would be angry about that. He's just gonna ask to borrow it later anyway yeah, exactly. and never return it. <laughs> and I want that one. It's just it's it's the classic Homer like just wanting to win everything. When, yeah, especially if Ned wins something instead of him, it's like. Like, literally, we have a shoe buffer at home. You never use it. I want that one. That's Homer in a nutshell. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then his reaction when he wins the Duff Blimp ride. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. And uh, Lisa <laughs> gets her face drawn. Everybody loves Everybody roller skates. Everybody loves roller skating. <laughs> that guy's great. Yeah. Yeah. Some odd voice acting in this episode that we pointed yeah. out that the caricaturist is wise guy. Yes, the wise guy voice. And yeah. then one of the soldiers at Fort Springfield has Snake's voice. That's right, yeah. And then the guy at the beauty parlor who does Lisa's hair, he's like this oh, Native he's... American chief, <laughs> and he's got this really phony French accent. <laughs> it's really <laughs> odd yeah. choice. Yeah, it seems like when they when they need to have like obviously non-named characters or just background characters or anything like that, they'll often reuse voices because, I mean, there's only so many voices those five people can do, right? So, and, you know, Yardley can only do the one, I guess, two. Cause she yeah, because she, she does another one in this one. Yeah, I can't, who was it again? It uh Sanjay's daughter. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Marge, or... Uh, Marge's voice, Julie Kavner. Thank you. Um, she can only do, you know, the family. Marge family, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. So yeah, you're basically leaning on uh, the the three. Uh, sorry, the the three Nancy, guys. Nancy the, Cartwright. The and, three guys and Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Well, Nancy Cartwright and Pamela Hayden and uh, who's the third one? Marsha Wallace. Well, she only does one. She only does Edna. Yeah, I thought she does some kids too. No. Oh. Okay. Um, Trust McNeil. Trust McNeil. Sorry, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. Trust McNeil, um, uh, Pamela Hayden, and uh, Nancy Cartwright basically do all the children. Yeah. Because um, they all have high voices. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, then you have, yeah, Harry Shearer, Hank Azaria, and Dan Castell, and then do all the men, all the, f- like, adult men. Yeah. So they are going to, they're going to repeat themselves every so often. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I think Dan is probably the best one at doing innocuous background characters. Oh yeah, because he he'll just usually just use his normal voice. Yeah, or he'll do like uh, like I'm thinking specifically of the guy when they knock over the bee truck, and he's like, he's like, I'm cured. I mean, ouch. <laughs> like that's a really good like non-specific voice. But yeah. Anyway, that being said, Lisa gets her face painted. She does, and she thinks she's ugly. 
Yeah. Well, it's her character. Her character caricature drawn. Yeah. Yeah. And she thinks she's ugly, which leads to the whole plot of the episode where Homer (laughs) enrolls her in a beauty pageant, which is really, really weird. Well, and if they made this episode today, it'd be very different. Oh, yeah. Because the kind of mentality towards beauty pageants wasn't quite so negative at that time in the 90s. It was a you simpler time. The, it the wasn't TLC. Toddlers and yeah, you didn't have TLC shows that very much pointed out how terrible those pageants are. And are completely unaware. Yeah. So. and But I, but I did like that it was, you know, pretty much uh, obviously disguised as a Laramie cigarette promotional that was funny (laughs) that was very funny yeah ah that sweet california (laughs) smoke (laughs) Uh, i love jack larson yep he's just such a he reminds me of mr black yeah very honestly and everything that comes along with him um like in in the episode where uh what is it? Bart the murderer? But yeah, it's Bart the murderer. Um, where he's like, a new truck of La- of Laramie cigarettes is coming to Springfield and has been ordered to ignore all stoplights and crosswalks. He's fantastic. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Oh, careful! Don't don't do it into the mic. I almost sneezed. Yeah, almost for sneezed. the listener. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Riveting radio. <laughs> Yeah, very. So, uh, during the beauty pageant, we see a lot of really great jokes, but we also see Lisa behave kind of out of character, considering wanting to win and yeah, wanting to wanting to win this thing. I like seeing her actually wanting to win, but the talent she chooses to show off is really weird. Yeah, that's true. Why doesn't she just play like, her sax? Rips her dress off and dances flash dance style. I'm pretty sure that's where Little Miss Sunshine got the idea. Mm. Essentially the same it thing. It makes sense, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, it's it, odd that she doesn't play the sax. Yeah. I thought that was really She'd strange. She'd be staying true to herself then. Yeah. That is odd. I never even thought of that. Why wouldn't she play her sax? It's a good point, Greg. Thanks, guys. Then it would, I guess it wouldn't be as good of a visual. Yeah. They've done it several times since then. Her playing the sax? Where she like plays her sax for like a like talent solo and thing? like just shows off her talent. Yeah. Like that's what we have come to know. And like I for everything that you were saying that was very much in character about the previous episode, I think this is one moment that is very out of character hmm. for her. It's not necessarily a bad thing. I just thought it was a strange choice. Yeah, well, and maybe maybe it relates to the fact that she, you know, was really down on herself. She did have really low self-esteem. And then, you know, her dad trying to basically convince her to go for it. And mm-hmm. then she kind of gained this newfound confidence within being in the pageant. And she kind of decided, you know what, I could play my sax, but I'd rather do this thing that I don't normally get to do. So it's like may- her breaking out of her shell a bit. That's what I think. Sure. I don't think that's in the text, though. <laughs> playing, playing the sax is real Melvin. <laughs> yeah, it's it's real Squaresville. So, but singing that, and dancing. That and whiz were two phrases I <laughs> objected to. 
Melvin? Melvin? Real Melvin. What? When did she that says, happen? She says, loving your country is uncool. Real Melvin. <laughs> well, to them I say, oh, beautiful. Yeah, she... <laughs> that's oh, a term. I, I that's even, a, that's a definitely a 90s that. term. Like Melvin. I remember hearing it in the 90s, but not often. It, and I wonder if maybe the writers thought it's something that will catch on. <laughs> so they used it. So like, we'll be Melvin happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> Because Melvin is definitely a name I associate with a nerd. Why are you looking at me? No, no reason. <laughs> Specifically because the television program uh, Sailor Moon has a character named Melvin. Does it? Who has like spinny glasses. Oh. I'm pretty sure his name's Melvin. Well, um, Allie's here. We'll Allie ask her. was here. Oh, she is here. Yeah, she is. Well, we'll figure that out later. <coughs> Hang so, on a second. Oh. Hey, Allie? He's going to check with her. Is there a character on Sailor Moon named Melvin? Is he a nerd? Nailed it. Thank you. Thank you. Just confirming. In the Japanese version, he's called Unido, which means shrimp. Thank you. That's a fun fact. There we go. That's Allie in the booth. Yep. Um, <laughs> AKA upstairs. <laughs> Don't ruin the illusion. <laughs> so I'd like to talk about Bart. Let's talk yes, about please. Bart. Yes, please. Thank His you for bringing it up. Extensive and heretofore unknown knowledge of the beauty pageant circuit. S- circuit. Um, also the fact, so what, what season is Homer's phobia in? Just ask. Oh, eight. Uh, eight? Is that eight? The way that Bart acts in this episode that nobody objects to. Like walking in, walking heels, in heels really well. Um, suggesting that padding is appropriate for seven yeah. to nine year old girls. <laughs> well, have <laughs> they, have, have <laughs> they also, um, have they done that, that scene where Bart and Milhouse are dressed up as. Sisters, sisters. and he says we're drunk really (laughs) drunk oh that's late i think that's 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 later but he that's that's the millhouse divided isn't it because no no that's that's just where they're playing and he's like i'm gonna have to amputate oh Oh, because because bart falls on the (laughs) bart falls on on the bowling ball and like cracks his spine and then he has to go and like get a butt cast or something oh Mm. yes that's late that's yeah that's postseason 10 is it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Or maybe in season 10, it. but it's definitely postseason 8. Oh, okay. Because I would know it if it wasn't. It's really funny, though. It's fine. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, so specifically, Bart says, uh, I'll teach you the tricks of the trade, taping your swimsuit to your butt, putting petroleum jelly on your teeth for that frictionless smile, and the ancient art of padding. And then everyone kind of stares at him like, what's happening? It's great that he's being a supportive Brother. brother, yes. <laughs> he he wills himself to say that she's not ugly. Yeah, that which is actually a really sweet moment, like a yeah. sweet sibling moment, mm-hmm. sure. But then he just but undercuts it all with his weird antics. He's so weird. <laughs> he's so weird in like, this uh, episode. What's the other part where he's like Homer's like, oh, I think she could win, and he's like, ah, have you seen some of the girls in that pageant? And he oh. does like Tex Avery thing. Yeah, and, and it's like splashes himself with water. It's like, I'm okay, like, they're eight, Bart. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's a lot of, I mean, sexual, 
not innuendo, but like even when they go to Fort Springfield, Little Miss Springfield. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's kind of funny because it's like they were hoping for Miss Springfield or whatever. It's like, Um, Little Miss Springfield, boo. A little more apocalypse now. Yeah, that's right. And Bob Hope. Yeah. (laughs) Who was in Apocalypse Now, I believe. Nope. No? He didn't play Colonel Kurtz? Nope. (laughs) Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Yes. Great. Yeah. Moving on. Um, Vincent D'Onofrio played Colonel Kurtz. No. Yeah. Didn't Brando? No. Wait, is Harrison this a bit Ford. now? <laughs> All right. Obviously, uh, it's a bit. You started yeah, it. Yeah, I know. I started the bit, but I also know that you know, actually do know that movie. I do so that's very why well. I thought you were do just not? angrily... I haven't seen it. Really? Really. Oh, you should see it. I, I know. Um, I have the complete dossier, if you want to watch it. What does that mean? It means it has... I have both the Redux version and the 1979 release. Okay. Which um, one's better? Um, they both have very good merits. Fair enough. Um, it's not a kingdom of heaven situation. No. Okay. Um, like the the original is very very good. Um, but the the Redux is like much slower, and it's more of like a kind of an acid trip. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Just playing with the microphone. You gotta you gotta talk when I when I ask you what you're doing because no one else listeners. Knows what you're... Um, Greg has this. This um, doohickey in front of his <laughs> microphone that's obscuring most of his face. Ah, so, <laughs> so she was playing with that, but also polite <laughs> eye contact. Oh, you're trying to and also hide behind my own microphone. fuzzy microphone. <laughs> They're called it's called a windscreen. <laughs> my apologies. This is my first time in Boathouse Studios. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, the last. Yeah, we hope. Please come back. <laughs> um. So, <laughs> what do we think of uh, Amber Dempsey in this episode? I think she's a fun little one-off character. She's not a character, though. She's like, she doesn't have a character. Right. Um, but it's uh, everyone just says things about her. Um, I like. I kind of like that she's not made into a villain. Yeah. Right? She's, she's just, just made as an obstacle to overcome. And she's just like the, you know, the pageant queen... Or sorry, the beauty pageant queen. Like, yeah. So it's just like that's her character is like she's the one who usually wins these things. Yeah. So let's hope that you can beat her, and then she doesn't. <laughs> but then she gets electrocuted, so she does by default. Well, uh, the fact that Lisa comes <laughs> in, in second. second place is pretty darn great. Agreed. For her first pageant. Yeah. So there, take that, other children. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little Miss Nahasatim. Yeah. Little Sanjay's daughter, we presume. Because otherwise, I mean, we know Apu doesn't have a daughter. At this point, Same with the little kid um, in Homer the Heretic that he guards the Quickie Mart. Right. Probably. At last, my day has come. (laughs) Like, what's the relation between Sanjay and Apu? Brothers? Are they brothers? Cousins? I think they they finally explain it in 22 short films. Hmm. Yeah. I can't remember offhand, but I'm, I'm pretty sure he does refer to him as either, like, my brother Sanjay or my cousin Sanjay at some point. Because like they have the same the last relation. name, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Yeah. But you could be a cousin or a brother and have No, I know. Oh, okay. I know. Sounds like fodder for a correction or remission. Uh, but do, but do you. If you have any, <laughs> you can email them to us. Or we'll just find out the answer to this question and and do it to ourselves. The hammock district on third at gmail.com. Right. Numerical three. Good. Ahem. <clears throat> Should we go to the reference desk? Yes, please. Georgie girl. Georgie girl. Hey there, Georgie girl. 
walking through the street so fancy free, something like that. So it's the tune of Blimpy, or Blimpy Boy is to the tune of Georgie Girl. Right. <laughs> uh, apparently, the um, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but when Skinner uh, beats up the thugs, it's reminiscent of what Mick Dundee does in Crocodile Dundee. Oh, I've never seen it. So. Oh, really? So I don't even know. You should see it. You'll appreciate um, Bart versus Australia much more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware of that reference. Um. <laughs> the heads on... Pikes in the Chamber oh, of yeah, Horrors. Oh, yeah, the, the Wax Ruth, Museum. <laughs> Mr. Ronald T. Ronald Reagan and Mr. T. Yeah, <laughs> in the House of Horrors. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, we already mentioned Apocalypse Now. Um, the references to Star Wars, there's a couple of quick oh, ones. Oh, yeah, you see some caricatures. Uh, Darth, Vader Darth Vader. And uh, Lisa, one of Lisa's hairstyles oh, is right. Leia. Yeah. From episode four. Yes. Her the buns. force begins. The buns. The cinnamon buns, big toasty cinnamon That's buns. That's what episode four is head. called, right? The Force Begins? Yeah. Uh, yes. Got it. The Force Starts, I think, is actually. <laughs> the Force Let's get the Starts. Force on the road. Let's, get, let's get the Force started here. Uh, the Danish shop is yes, a like play Ikea. on either Ikea or maybe Yisk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, obviously, I thought of Ikea first, but Yisk, I guess, is another. Is Yisk uh, Swedish as well as Ikea? Ikea is Swedish, right? I think they're owned by the same company. No. They're. Competing. There's one from each Scandinavian country, so <laughs> clearly finished. Yisk is Finnish. <laughs> right. Um, Shop is... Uh, I, I really love the... Uh, with the O and with the, the, yeah. the cross in it. I don't know what that's called. Some symbol. Oosterfeld. Oh. <laughs> is that true? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mar- sounded, Marge's sounded like it could uh, be. fantasy about Jack Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if she's attractive as George Nicholas. Jack. George. Jack Nicholas. I, I love it was just him over. putting and then bending over to pick up the the, the ball. Marge has <laughs> 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 the funniest fantasies. Yeah. Uh, the Hindenburg. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, else we got? When uh, Lisa's sworn in as Little Miss Springfield on her front lawn. It's like uh, JFK. Yeah. Or Sorry, Lyndon B. Johnson when JFK was assassinated. Yeah, they're uh, referencing the JFK. Oh. Because Marge is dressed like uh, Jackie O. Yeah, that's right. Well, she was Jacqueline Kennedy at the time. so I call her Jackie O. That's fine. <laughs> Just know you're wrong. Well, I'm not. All right. Uh, oh, right. Of course, uh, Menthol Moose is a parody of Joe Camel. <laughs> yes. Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God. He, Hashtags like, for Menthol Moose. Lisa broke his back. <laughs> I also love the brief one-off of Santa behind them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Why is he in the Springfield Founders <laughs> I, I don't parade? understand. But well, I love the, like, what's the holdup? Go! <laughs> I don't think anyone would ever come out for a parade if Santa wasn't involved. That's true, yeah. Unless it's the Stampede Put Parade. Him in there. <laughs> how, long is it, how long has it been since any of you, since either of you have seen a parade? Oh, boy. Like, gone out Since and... Disneyland, when I was a kid, not mm-hmm. recently. Sure. I mean, I've probably seen some others since then, but nothing notable. When were you? When were you in Disneyland? Like in the nineties. There you go, Janelle. Um, Medicine Hat Stampede several years ago. Yeah. Medicine Hat has their own stampede. Oh boy, do we! <laughs> <laughs> There's a midway. Good for them. I was in a parade. Wow! This Ooh. past summer. What were you dressed as? I was a musketeer. Oh, for the Three Musketeers yes. play you were doing. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Was that in Okotoks then? Sure was. <laughs> <laughs> Okotoks had a parade? Sure did. <laughs> Good for them. 
That's oh, super. That oh, that's super. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually a lot of fun. Just had candy and just throwing it out. It's like, come on down, see Love the cigarettes. show. Well, like, yeah, candy and cigarettes. Right, of course. Yeah. Got to get both demographics. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> If I know the one thing about people, they either love candy or cigarettes. Not both. Not both. <laughs> but one or the other. Well, because if you smoke cigarettes, you can't taste candy anymore. So Yeah, you permanently lose your sense of taste and smell. Yeah. Or is that when a bottle rocket goes up your nose? That too. <laughs> um, I do. <laughs> I weirdly love menthol mousse's like weird cough, snort, spit <laughs> bit. Yeah, he hawks a loogie ah, because it's just—I <laughs> just—I don't—I feel like that's like the perfect description of someone who's smoked their entire lives. Oh yeah. <laughs> when I worked at uh, the uh, law firm, uh, mm-hmm. one of my coworkers was a heavy smoker, mm-hmm. and it was infuriating because it was just like all day, just. <laughs> And just like the sounds this person made, it was just like infuriating. One of the reasons I quit. Um, really? Well, it didn't help. Right. Um, so. This episode is thankfully doesn't try to make smoking look appealing in any way, shape, or yeah. form. In oh. fact, they, yeah, they specifically, like they don't make it like specifically evil by any means. Like obviously you see that Lisa doesn't uh, approve of teaching children to smoke. But there's never any like clear agenda of like you know don't smoke or like smoking is great, but it does make it clear that Laramie cigarettes is pushing cigarettes as much as possible. Yeah, it's more yeah. so a comment on the the like underhand marketing tactics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is fine because uh, it's I, I liked his you know our our uh, fan not fan base but our uh, demographic has been dying. Know, dying. <laughs> We need young smokers to replace them. Yeah. Because <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. Um, so, favorite joke in this episode. You said yours already. It was the opening one. But you can say another. That's always encouraged. Oh, it's definitely the goat. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Brockman. <laughs> the goat <laughs> drinking from a bottle of milk. <laughs> Well, that's obviously the wrong footage. <laughs> and then just moves on. Here's my interview <laughs> with the Pope. <laughs> back that's to- it. I can't work under these conditions. I'm leaving. No, call the weekend guy. I don't care. <laughs> and it's him just like backing up, taking off his mic. <laughs> I haven't that's laughed that hard at a Simpsons joke <laughs> in a long, long time. Mostly because I know all of them. Yeah. Right? And... Like, I completely forgot about this one. Mm-hmm. Because it's so random and so innocuous, but it just ends the episode so perfectly. Yep. I just I love his reaction to it, too, where he's yeah. just like, well, that's obviously the wrong footage, but, like, I'm a professional, so I'll keep going. Yeah. He just keeps going. But then it happens again, and that's when he's like, nope, can't do it. Yeah, I can't work under these conditions. Uh Call the weekend guy. I don't even care. It's like if you ever watch like those compilations on YouTube of like news bloopers. Yeah, it's a per like that's exactly what happened. If something goes wrong, generally speaking, people will just be like, "Oh, well, that's uh, obviously the, uh, wrong," but uh, we'll keep going. Like we we have to be professional and keep things yeah. going. Um, but uh, if things like happen too much, eventually people will break on yeah. the, the news, and it's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> really funny. Yeah, 
<laughs> is it Channel Channel Six News? Channel yeah. Six, channel news, six yeah. news screws up all the time, <laughs> especially if they need a file photo of Homer or something. <laughs> he'll be the one where he's got he'll the He'll be vodka. a communist, like yeah. doing oh, the yeah. Russian splits, yeah. <laughs> eating a pound of cake or whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> photo uh, I or told just him that picture would come back to haunt him <laughs> or if something goes wrong and it cuts to like technical difficulties we'll be right back <laughs> the little like title cards <laughs> the they have cuckoo clock, cuckoo clock. or like uh, jack the, in the box the uh, dog with the with the plug yeah, yeah. <laughs> no I know we're on I don't read the news unless I have my data <laughs> um oh yeah no great choice uh my favorite joke is Either uh, I've misjudged you, uh huh, <laughs> with the lady at the ice cream store who apparently is one of the judges at the yeah. <laughs> the judges at the beauty pageant are the ice cream lady, yep. the barber, right? Yep. Um, a random just mechanic with a wrench hanging out of his pocket. <laughs> so we know he's a mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> and a really creepy looking middle aged man in a suit, <laughs> all poised to judge the this beauty of yeah. eight. Nine-year-old girls. Oh, yeah. Seven to nine. <laughs> Sorry. Seven Lisa's to seven nine. to nine. <laughs> yeah, she is. That could be Lisa. Um, uh, oh, yeah. So I love that joke. I've misjudged you. Um, we've talked about that joke on the podcast before, mm-hmm. actually. And the other one I really like is uh, <laughs> when Lisa's at the football game and she's like, you know, this takes away <laughs> funding that could be put Diverse towards... Badly needed funds for education and, and the, the arts. arts. And then the nerds are like, is that true? Let's get them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out of here. <laughs> All the spinning newspaper. The newspaper after nerds pummeled at football game or whatever. In football locker room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just, it's a great, uh, I don't know, re- uh, ec- change of expectations. I really, uh, subversion. Thank you. Um, I really, really, really love that The Simpsons. Is this ninety three or ninety four at this point? This episode, these two episodes were both aired at the end of ninety two. At the end of ninety two. of ninety two. My goodness! So The Simpsons was already pointing out how big of a waste of time college football and college athletics are, and nothing has been done <laughs> since then. <laughs> It's only gotten only mushroomed. Yeah, it's only gotten worse. Yeah. And I'm just I'm kind of amazed that it was like, well, Lisa's pointing this out in nineteen ninety two, and now John Oliver's pointing it out in twenty fifteen. Fourteen years later. Do your math again. Did you say twenty fifteen? Yes, I did. I was just thinking about the current year. I didn't even listen to what you said. Okay. Sorry. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, so we've established I'm not good at math. <laughs> I don't know religion. <laughs> uh, but I just I think it's I think it's just kind of amazing that nothing changes and we should all just give up. Wow, a bleak note to go out on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a chilling vision of things to come. <laughs> oh, I, I also really like um, uh, the the pageant's going to be hosted by the. <laughs> Crusty the Clown. Yeah, Crusty the Clown. I heartily endorse this product or event. (laughs) It was obviously recorded in 1960. Yeah, it's so grainy. Uh, Funny. Funny show. Yeah, good show. Simpsons. What did we think of this episode overall? Like, how do you think it falls? Great. Yeah. One of the the best of the season, for sure. I was... um, 
I, I always thought that this one was like not up to par. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's why I hadn't watched it. Mm-hmm. But it's that's not it at all. <laughs> it just flew under Proven my radar. wrong once yeah. again. It just, it just flew under my radar. And I absolutely adore this episode. I think it's fantastic. Janelle, yeah, definitely one of my favorites of the season, if not the favorite. Um, I'm a sucker for Lisa-based episodes usually, mm-hmm. and enjoy seeing um, her perspective yeah. on the show because not only is it about Lisa, but we see things from Lisa's point of view. And at the end of the episode, it's really her goals that are seen as important. Mm-hmm. She realizes that her activism, her rallying against the injustice, is what makes her feel truly fulfilled mm-hmm. versus this. Yeah. It's one of, one of the early happened. times that she starts to kind of, um, what's the word? Picket, <laughs> not picket, but speak protest, out protest. Speak out? Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. And because it's a, a rare time where she's in a position of power, right. Where she actually can speak to the people at large. And I really like that. It actually doesn't go to her head. Yeah. She just, she just keeps doing she it. She does until, it because it's what she believes. Yeah. In, until not. the powers that be find Strip out it from her that, <laughs> Homer wrote, okay. <laughs> Do not write here. <laughs> okay. <wrote>. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she was stripped of her title at a ceremony earlier this earlier day. <laughs> it's clearly the wrong footage. <laughs> <laughs> what story could that be? <laughs> it's obviously a fluff piece. Right? Oh yeah. But On it's... the lighter side of the news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We got uh we got uh what Scott? Scott Christian in the field <laughs> at the local petting zoo yeah. <laughs> where a baby goat is being fed for the first time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they play it instead of the Pope. <laughs> My interview with His Holiness John <laughs> Paul. <laughs> it's so funny. So uh, funny. Good stuff. If you guys haven't seen this episode in a while, I strongly recommend going back and watching it. Check it out. Yeah. Uh, so what's next? Is it the Halloween special that we're doing next? Yes. And we will be doing just the Halloween special. I think so. Once again. And once again, we will have our horror expert, Ryan Reese. That's right. Yeah. We'll see how he feels about these these scary, these scary apps. spooky stories. Spooky. So that about wraps it up for us here at the Two Bad Neighbors. That's right. I am hungry. Are you hungry? I think someone's cooking something upstairs. Oh boy. The moment you said I'm hungry, there was a ding uh, from above. Like yeah. a glorious, it's like it was bake. fate. Yeah. It must be. I guess it's time for you I to go. I hope have it's some a food. patented space age out of this world moon waffles. <laughs> <laughs> With extra butter. Extra, a whole stick of it. Wrap it in butter. Fattening. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the things we'll be eating, apparently. Moon when Hefe does his food episode. Oh, oh, God, right, yeah. Oh, no. That's the one you're worried I about? I think that soon. one's going to be fine compared to some of the other stuff he's going to be <laughs> serving us. When is that happening? I don't know. We, well, he said, you, you said Lisa the Vegetarian, didn't you? Is when you wanted to do it? Oh, I guess so, yeah. So That gives me time to prep yeah. and him time to prep. There you go. You hear that, Ife? Get on it. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, thanks to Janelle for joining us once again. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. And thanks to Greg for uh, being here. I'm always here. This is my house. So no thanks to Greg. And (laughs) if you have any questions, omissions, 
etc. Please email us at thehammockdistrictonthird at gmail.com, numerical three. Uh, I'm losing it a bit because I'm hungry. So okay, I will why. take over, and I will say uh, goodbye. Goodbye.